ladies and gentlemen, a drop board here on 970 AM 93.1 FM. Happy Monday to you. Good to you. How was your weekend? Good. Very restful. I got really, I got so exhausted at the end of last week. I ended up yeah, that's right. taking off a little bit early. Kyle was so gracious as to come in and be your producer for the day, but. Yeah. Well, we had fun and uh, glad you got some rest and uh, hope you're geared up and ready for this week. Oh, it's a big week too. It is a big week. Uh, starting on Wednesday, of course, will be the first time. This show will be starting at noon. Uh, our friend and colleague, Sandy Buttweiler, is moving on, and we, of course, wish her all the best and, and all the luck in the world. Uh, but this show will be moving from 12 to 2 p.m., and that will be starting on Wednesday. And I'll actually be broadcasting live from the North Dakota Petroleum Conference in Grand Forks. So we're going to have a lot of good guests on. We'll have uh, Stephen Moore. Uh, who was uh, an economist during the uh, Reagan administration, former uh, 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 member of the uh, Wall Street Journal Opinion uh, Board. Uh, also, Ron Ness from uh, president of the North Dakota Petroleum Council. So that'll be a fun show. Uh, that's starting Wednesday. And, of course, this show's starting at noon on Wednesday. Uh, and we'll be like that for the foreseeable future. Uh, tomorrow, I'll have a, a guest host in because I'll be traveling and getting ready for the conference. Uh, State Representative Tom Beadle will be in tomorrow sitting in for me. Uh, also, uh, Natil, in good news, uh, the, the forum is doing their uh, annual uh, Best of the Red River Valley voting. And uh, I, got, I, got, I made it to the top five for a Best Newspaper Columnist. Oh, well, that's... It's I, pretty awesome. Well, it's, it's really awesome. I was trying to uh, find a way... Because you, you have so many people that say that, oh, you, you know, the, the forum needs to bring balance back because yeah. you're, you know, one of the 800 other fictitious conservative columnists at the forum so I, it, it's yeah. it's surprising to me that it's uh that you've been pushed to this this particular part of the voting simply surprising? because of that reaction surprising what do you mean boy you don't have a lot of confidence in me do you? no i think i think you have <laughs> i think you have a lot of really good things to say you make a lot of Thank very you. wonderful points and you're well, very eloquent about them the problem just seems to be that the most uh, well, vocal people out there seem to disagree with you <laughs> well mike you know much like nfl players who take a knee during the national anthem i guess i too should be fired for having a point of view dun, dun, um, dun. yeah <laughs> we're gonna get to the uh the nfl the uh the take a knee thing here in a moment uh, i did want to say if you want to vote in the best of thing it's uh, if you go to inforum.com forward slash best of uh you could vote on all sorts of things restaurants bars uh, best radio station 970 wday of course up for that uh, best talk radio show, Jay Thomas. The Jay Thomas show is up for that, so that'll be uh, that's something you should. I think you should vote for Jay Thomas. Uh, and then it's actually I'm up against Mike McFeely. Uh, he and I and Jim Shaw are all up for best columnist. Uh, the other two I think are Roxanne Salonen and one other. And I apologize now. I'm completely spacing it. I don't remember what it is. Uh, if you want to vote for me, you go to inforum.com forward slash best of. If you want to vote for McFeely or Shaw, you put your electronic device in a microwave and set it for 57 seconds. Oh, is that that's how, how that works? That's really how that works. That's, that's a real thing. That's like the coolest way to vote ever. I know. People should totally do that. I think that might be fake news. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little bit. I'm sorry. Don't do that. Don't put your electronic device in the uh, microwave. But also, seriously, don't vote for McFeely. Who does that? I'm kidding. It's uh, it's honestly, I, I'm, I'm joking and I'm ribbing those guys. It's honestly, I, I think everybody on that list does a great job. And, you know, it's 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 gratifying, honestly, just to be listed with them. So, But I do hope, if, if you do vote, I hope you vote for me. That's all I'll say. Um, all right, we're going to move on. Okay, this NFL thing. I, this has been uh, an, an orgy of stupid over the weekend. 
I think that kneeling during the national anthem is a stupid way to get your point across in the first place. I think that President Donald Trump was stupid to wade into it, as if he doesn't have more important things on his plate. Like, maybe, I don't know, actually repealing Obamacare like he promised, or getting tax reform passed as he promised. I mean, he's got a lot of things that he promised to voters that he hasn't necessarily followed through on. He's not doing a real good job of building, you know, the votes and building unity, even among Republicans to make some of these things happen. So maybe instead of wading into whatever the hell the NFL's doing, the president ought to focus on that stuff. Just a thought. Just a thought. I, I, if somebody asked, and, and nobody asked him, right, he, he started calling people uh, names and stuff during, uh, during a, a rally down in Alabama uh, in, in the special election they're having down there. And um, so nobody asked him. But if somebody did ask, I, I don't think the president should be unilaterally wading into these things. And if somebody did ask him about it, Honestly, his thing ought to be, you know, I don't like that people kneel during the national anthem, but it's an issue for the NFL to solve. I'm the president of the United States, and I got bigger things on my plate than football. So I don't know. I, I think I think Trump was dumb to wade into it. But on the other hand, all of these guys taking a knee, right? First of all, the free speech thing, right? Everybody's saying, well, this is a free speech issue. This is a First Amendment issue, right? I, I got a lot of that over the weekend because I don't like that they're kneeling during the national anthem. I think it's disrespectful. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you don't support First Amendment rights. It's not, this is not First Amendment protected speech. These are employees on the clock, literally on the playing field, wearing their employer's uniform, engaging in very controversial politics. This is literally costing the NFL business. Now, I don't really have an opinion on whether or not NFL owners should or shouldn't fire the players. I don't really like football to begin with. I don't really care about the NFL all that much. Um... But really, it's between them. If the NFL owners want to start firing players for this, I guess that's their business decision to make. And it's not First Amendment protected speech. The players can do whatever they want on their own time, off the field, out of uniform. But when they're representing their team, and I don't know what's necessarily in their contracts, but I, to me, just as a general thought, when they're representing their team, you know, I think the employer has, uh, you know, has, has, has a, a right to, uh, you know, to have an opinion about what they're saying and how they're representing the team. I mean, if these guys were out there, if one of these guys was out there wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey or something and, you know, doing like, you know, Nazi salutes on the sideline or something, I think most of us wouldn't have a problem with them getting fired. Right? So it's not a First Amendment issue. The employer's allowed to, to believe that if a, uh, if a player is, uh, you know, doing something that's disrespectful or doing something that's distracting from the team or that's hurting their business, I think they have every right to, to, to fire them. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And then even going beyond that, what is the message of these protests? Right? I understand they started, like, with police brutality. Well, you know what? I agree with that message. I do think we have a problem with police brutality in this country. I think that's something we got to debate. I just don't happen to think that kneeling during the national anthem is the right way to get that message across. Because instead of debating the issue, which is police brutality, which needs to be debated... We're talking about whether or not it's disrespectful to kneel during the national anthem. And you know what? It is disrespectful to kneel during the national anthem. You shouldn't be doing it. What's amazing to me are all these people who are out there saying, oh, well, well, President Trump was so divisive in his speech. What do you think kneeling during the national anthem is? Oh, the president's being divisive. So is kneeling during the national anthem, you morons. Stop doing it. You would get so much more. I mean, Because it's the whole point of political debates. The whole point is persuading the other side to agree with you. 
right? Or, or at least persuading enough people to agree with you that you're able to advance some effective change, some effective reforms. And I don't understand how you're going to build that sort of coalition. I don't know how, you, how you're supposed to, how you're going to build that sort of support by kneeling during the national anthem. The people are, oh, they're raising awareness. No, they're not. They're ticking a lot of people off. Not an effective strategy. And if you care about the police brutality issue, if you care about the issues that these players are supposedly promoting, then you would be urging them to try a different tactic because this one's not working. Love to hear what you think. 701-293-9000, email talk at WDAY.com. We'll be right back. This is the Rob Report on 970 WDAY AM and 93.1 FM. Don't go away. Welcome back, Rob Report, 970 WDAY AM, 93.1 FM. Talking about the uh, take a knee protests, which everybody has just gone crazy about. And I listen, I don't know, just, I, I don't know, I don't know why, what should, I don't think we should care this much about it. And maybe we should, I shouldn't even say that. It, it is, it, it galls me. And by the way, the, the Major League Baseball, which is my preferred sport, I guess, uh, got their first kneeler. Uh, a, a backup catcher for the Oakland A's kneeled over the weekend as well. Um, you know, I I don't know. It's just it's it's just dumb. I mean, it just from a tactical standpoint, even setting aside what they're protesting over, police brutality, whether you think that's a real issue or not, I think it's a real issue. I think it's a hugely important issue. I I, I can't imagine being an African American male or female or a minority really at any point getting getting pulled over by the police in this country. That's got to be terrifying. That's a real problem for our society that we need to talk about. But you know what? I don't. You know the right way. I don't think to talk about it is kneeling during the national anthem. I don't think it's going to help. I mean, does anybody feel like like that cause is being advanced right now by all of this? Because I sure don't. Seven zero one two nine three nine thousand eight 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 nine seven zero nine three two nine. Email talk at wday dot com. Caller Claire, you're up. Yeah, I just wanted to finally say thank you because all you hear about on every other thing is how uh, they're in the right. You know, you were the first one to actually say this is dumb to what they're doing. You're right. They, they need some it's, other way to yeah, get it out there. Are these players not, that are even... kneeling, sitting back and actually doing anything out in the community? I know uh, Michael Bennett has his uh, youth program and all that stuff, but all these other players, are they just doing it and expecting everybody else to change? Well, that's the thing. Just, just as a, I mean, setting the politics of it aside, just from a tactical standpoint, how does this, how does this move the ball down the field for them, for for for, for the people that are wanting to, uh, you know, advance this cause? How does this move the ball for them? Move the ball down the field? It doesn't. It doesn't. This is self defeating. Right. I did find one solution for it, though. All right. Quit playing the national anthem at the beginning of all sports. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we should be able to do that. And listen, I, I have respect for people. Like I, I, I came up. I grew up with a kid. It was a friend of mine uh, who was Jehovah's Witness, uh, and he he would stand when we would do the Pledge of Allegiance or, or the national anthem or whatever. But he wouldn't like recite the words, and he wouldn't like put his hand over his heart. But he would stand though, uh, and I respected that. Like he's got a religious conviction there, and and whatever. I I mean, it's it's not like I want to like force people to say the Pledge of Allegiance or the national anthem. I just feel like it's something we should be able to do. 
without you know using it towards political ends like this. This again, I, I think just as a political tactic, this is self defeating. Claire, thanks for the call. I want to keep moving. Terry, you're up. Yeah, go ahead, Terry. You're on. Hey, um, you know, my perspective on this whole thing is I watched this Michael Bennett video. And we saw videos that basically were trying to disprove what he was saying. And we saw videos that were trying to prove what he was saying. But what I noticed was the lack of a lawsuit moving forward. I think that if there was any evidence at all that indicated that that he was actually, uh, that his story was true, that we'd actually see a lawsuit taking place right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't really know a whole lot about the Michael Bennett situation. I'm not. Like I said, I'm not really a football. I, I don't really. Honestly, I. I th- this. This whole national anthem thing is about the only thing that has got me to pay attention to anything having to do with the NFL in about five years. You know, I watch the Super Bowl every year, and that's about it. I, I don't really care that much about football, and I'm not. I'm not saying that to run people down who like like football. I, it's just. It's not my thing. It's not my chosen pastime. Um, you know, I prefer baseball. I prefer other things. So I, I don't know. I, I just, all I'm saying is that just in terms of the kneeling during the national anthem thing, uh, it's a, a, for the people doing the kneeling, it's not helping you. It's hurting you. And B, the president ought to stay out of it. He's got better things to do with his time. That's that, th- those are my positions. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, Terry. Appreciate it. 701-293-9000-888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. It's just, it's, it's a, it's really a dumb thing all the way around. And, and that's the other thing. I, I mean, all these players that are kneeling, what are they doing on this issue other than kneeling? Right? I mean, are they, are they supporting advocacy? Are they going to start like some sort of a group to advance this cause, to move this down the field? Or you know to to to, to help uh, you know address police brutality or, or whatever other issue that they're bringing it out. I mean, it, what are they doing other than kneeling? You know, I, I'm not even really sure. Um, and, and again, the, the problem with kneeling during the national anthem, I I, th- I think a big problem with that is that you've identified what I believe to be a real problem, which is police brutality. Um. But the way you're going about raising awareness at it, you're making it seem like the problem is the is is the concept of the United States of America as a whole, and that's unfair. I mean, our country is is imperfect, deeply flawed in many ways. You know, we could run down the list: slavery, the civil rights battles, right? We've had uh, we haven't always lived up to the spirit of the First Amendment. That's for sure. You know, we have oppressed minorities, we have oppressed religious groups, we have oppressed speech. But even all that aside, this is a pretty damn good place to live. And maybe we could just have a moment to just allow that, just acknowledge that before we go dumping into all of our our, our pet issues. Love to hear what you think. 701-293-9000, The discussion continues after the break. Don't go away. Welcome back, Rob. Report on 970 WDAY AM 93.1 FM. Talking about the uh, take a knee protests at the NFL games. Uh, I don't know. The whole thing's just dumb. 
it's it's just a dumb way to, to get across a political message. All the people, and, and by the way, I, I think it's I think it's funny some of the some of the hypocrisy this is, ex- is exposing because you know we essentially have like if you're if you're we have we have state laws in this country right because there are people out there saying oh well well these NFL players you know they should be able to just do whatever they want. But yet we have state laws in this country where if you're like a cake baker, you could be compelled to bake a cake for a homosexual marriage if, if, if you want, you know, even if you don't want to. Right. Like like you could be compelled by the force of law, like like if you don't do it, you're going to face, you know, some sort of sanction by the state for not doing it. And yet those same people who support those laws turn around and say, well, the NFL players should be able to do what they do. And, and those are two different situations. Like, the cake bakers, like, owned their own bakery. Like, they were the owners of the business. And I don't I don't understand this, this thing, you know, where people are like, well, it's a First Amendment issue. No, it's not. You know, the NFL owners, and, and this, was, this is a point Dwayne made in emailing. And, by the way, if you want to join in, 701-293-9000, email talk at wday.com. Dwayne emails. Uh, Rob, I agree with the representing the employer. It doesn't really apply since the owners came out in support. Well, not all the owners came out in support, but I, I, Dwayne's right. Some of the owners were down on the field with the players arm in arm, um, and that's fine. I mean, everybody's allowed to express their point of view. You, you know, the issue is, you know, if the owners and, – and the point I was making with that is, you know, President Trump, you know, he said that these players should be fired. That's up to the NFL owners. They are going to be of – probably varying opinions on on that matter uh, there's also the question of the players contracts to be considered i don't know if there are clauses in those contracts regarding political speech or behavior in uniform or whatever i i, I don't know what language in those contracts may or may not apply in these situations but generally speaking you know the players work for the owners and if the owner no longer wants to be associated with a the player there's things that they can do about that um and if they want to do that, to me, that's fine. I mean, that's these players are in uniform. They're at their place of work. They're engaging in this behavior and, and really representing their teams while they do it. You know, if the team's owners don't want to be represented in that way, you know, they should be able to take action to stop it. If the players want to do it on their own time, under their own names, you know, off the field, then, you know, then I guess it's a First Amendment issue. But otherwise, it's not. And it's still a dumb thing to say. Like it's 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 just it's it is a if your goal is to raise awareness about police brutality, then taking a knee during the national anthem is a terrible way to get that message across. You're not winning people over, you're not convincing people, you're just inflaming people. And that seems to be all we do anymore. Nobody's trying to persuade anybody anymore. Everybody is trying to win by demonizing the other side, by doing the most inflammatory thing to get the most likes, to get the most shares, to get the most, you know, media attention. Whatever. And, and none of it none of it works all that well. I mean, has, has anybody, Democrats or Republicans for that matter, any side of any political debate in this country gotten anywhere really in the last five, ten years? Because it's all just, uh, you know, demonize the other side, do inflammatory things, say inflammatory things. And then, funnily enough, then accuse the other side of being divisive. Right? Yeah, what Donald Trump said about the NFL players is absolutely div- divisive. I think what he said was stupid. That being said, what the players did in the first place is also divisive. It's also unhelpful. 
There's enough blame to go around. 701-293-9000, Email talk at WDAY.com. If there's a silver lining in all this, Natil, I hope, I hope that this maybe gins up more opposition to these teams getting sweetheart deals from the taxpayers to build their stadiums. I hope, I hope that is a ramification from this because that's got to stop. Whatever your politics are, whatever it is, you know, if, if the NFL is going to stand on, you know, well, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're a private entity and we could do whatever speech we want to promote whatever values we want or whatever. Well, fine. But now you could do so without the taxpayers dollars. Right. I, I, I think, even before all this, I felt that we ought to, we shouldn't be doing that. You know, the Vikings shouldn't get public, you know, subsidies. The Yankees shouldn't get public. Nobody should get public subsidies for their stadiums. I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about teams that employ millionaires that are owned by billionaires, hugely profitable enterprises, but yet for some reason the taxpayers got to shell out for these stadiums. That's ridiculous. I, I, I hope, I hope we see more support for opposing those deals going forward. I think that would be a wonderful silver lining out of all of this. Because it's stupid. This whole debate's stupid. Until what do you think? Should we uh, should we cut off the uh, taxpayer funding? Yeah, I think that would be a great way to handle it. And at the same time, stop playing the national anthem at professional sports games. Ah! No, because no, if you're gonna if you're gonna go that route, then that's absolutely what should happen. Because we no. don't we don't play the national anthem at any other major entertainment event. There's, yeah, we do. No, we don't. We, don't we play, play them at baseball games. Okay. The first thing, did you know the first time the national anthem was ever performed as a song was at a baseball game? Yeah, but what I said was at professional sports games. So that takes care of all of those professional right. sports games because we don't do it at things like concerts or symphonies or yeah. uh, dance performances or anything yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, that what, whatever. I, films, I mean, you know, I. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if the NFL can do whatever they want, right? I mean, if they want to have the national anthem, they don't want to have the national anthem. It's up to them. It's their business. They can do what they want. Just like if you own a coffee shop and you want to display the American flag or not display the American flag or whatever you want to do, you know, that's up to you. Well, but what uh, I'm know, saying I, is if you want if you want the protest to stop, that's a great way to make it happen. Yeah, I don't care if the protests stop or not. I don't care about the NFL. I think it's destroying their business. I don't think this is going to end well for them at all. Uh, but you know, whatever they can do what they want. Just stop taking taxpayer money. And I don't think the president should get involved. I think he had to keep his, his nose out of it. Let's see what Dave's got to say. Caller Dave, you're up. Yeah. I think you were talking about the same thing. I didn't, I wasn't listening there about in between there. First of all, our stadiums in Minnesota are all tax exempt. I don't know if that was brought up. And secondly, we built the stadiums for these guys or for the owners. The owners have really no right to be doing this. And thirdly, our, our um, service, the U, uh, U.S. military pays Vuku bucks to the to uh, um, uh, professional organ, professional sports organizations to promote. I guess um, Minnesota Wild is the, one of the top ten in the, all the sports in all the country. But so, um, and I was opposed to building the stadium in the first place. So I, I don't care about the protest, and I, I guess I don't, I, don't, I don't care about that. But I, I guess that they don't appreciate possibly where who's who's put them in the shoes that they have their gold-plated shoes. Yeah, I, it's and the whole thing I, I think is just and the thing is, is it's all it's it's not none of it is geared towards persuading, none of it is geared towards winning people over. It's it's all just. Well, we're just going to raise it. Like, if we just make a bunch of people mad, now more people are aware of this. Okay, well, do those people support you now? Have they bought into your arguments on this issue? 
And I, I don't think you can say I, I don't think taking me to a national anthem, you can say that you're accomplishing that. You're making a lot of people mad, that's for sure. You know, a lot of people are paying attention. It, it seems, at least in the short term so far, that the NFL's ratings are taking a hit. So fewer people are tuning into the games. Is that helping advance the cause? I don't I don't know that it is. So I don't – I mean, just tactically, I don't think how this helps. Now, if the NFL owners – I think they should be able to do whatever they want. If they want to fire these players, you know, to the extent that they can under their contracts, you know, I guess they should do that. Or if they don't and they want to allow this sort of behavior, then I guess they should do that. But, but then if, you know, we have, if we feel strongly about it, which I really don't have an opinion of it, then we should re- retract the tax exempt status and make them pay for the yeah. stadium money that w- our taxpayers funded in the first place. So why should Quit we them up. Um, do that? Period. Yeah. I agree. I, I and all politics aside, I don't think they ought to have done it in the first place. You know, professional sports; these are profitable. These are hugely profitable enterprises. They don't need to be propped up by the taxpayers any more than any other big corporation needs to be propped up by the taxpayers. But Thanks that's the, the way that tax-exempt stuff goes. It goes to the I big know. boys. So I know. The it is. Well, right. they're the ones Thanks, who can Rob. afford the lawyers to get it. Thanks for the call, Dave. 701-293-9000, 888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I don't have a problem with what... what I don't think... Th- it's so complicated because it's not... I think I think the the players should be able to protest. I think the owners should be able to can the players to the extent they can under the contract. It's up to the NFL what they want to allow or not allow. I just think, as a private citizen, and I guess one who doesn't particularly like football that much, I just think they're destroying their brand. Well, the and, and the people doing the protests aren't they're not advancing. I mean, do, do you think that this is helpful, like for, for, for the cause of trying to address the the problem with police brutality, and it is a problem? Do you think kneeling during the national anthem is helping? At this point in time, I don't, I don't know because it has the narrative has become so twisted away from that. But my my big problem in all of this is that it doesn't seem to matter what the NFL does because people are mad about it no matter what they're doing. the The Vikings all stood in linked arms during the national anthem. They were all standing, arms linked to show solidarity with with one another. And that wasn't good enough. The Steelers didn't come onto the field during the national anthem. To one try of them to rem- did. Well, yeah, and he was a, a an Afghanistan uh, war veteran and wanted to be there, but they they were attempting to remove themselves from the the political nature of this whole debate, and that wasn't okay either. That got an uproar, so it doesn't seem to matter what the the players, the owners, the teams. Well, because are doing, uh, because, because all the, those are all just enough. variations. I think those are all just variations in 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 showing you know, one degree of support or another with, with Colin Kaepernick in the first place. And by the way, Colin Kaepernick, a horrible spokesperson for this whole movement to begin with. I mean, he's out there complaining about uh, police brutality, wearing a Che Guevara shirt, wearing wearing the shirt, you know, I- I- idolizing uh, a man who helped formulate a horrendous police state in Cuba. Are you kidding me? You're going to talk about oppression and violence against innocent people? While idolizing a communist radical, give me a break. And then, and then he wears the socks with like uh, uh, depicting uh, police officers as pigs. I mean, that's 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 the original spokesman for these protests. And so I think a lot of people, anything that's going to show solidarity with that guy, I think people are going to have a problem with. I mean, the, the problem is Colin Kaepernick, to begin with, was a terrible spokesman for this. We'll wrap up the show after this. 701-293-9000, 888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. Don't go away. Do 
Welcome back, Rob Report on 970 AM, 93.1 FM. We've been talking about this take a knee thing, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like we've kind of beat it to death. It's I, I, I wish the president, and the thing, the thing is, is, is President Trump wading into it, as much as I don't like it, and as much as I'd rather have our president focused on actual policy, not things which really don't matter and which really have nothing at all to do with the government, which is whatever the hell's going on in the NFL, right? Really not, really not the president's purview. Right. Get your get your focus back on tax policy. Get your focus back on health care policy. Move those balls up the field, Mr. President, because you're not doing a particularly good job at it. But I, I don't it, it's just I, but I understand why he does it to Teal, because I think it's it's like it or not. It's great politics. People eat this stuff up. His base loves this. They love this, that he's teeing off with the NFL. They love it. You know, they love it. 701-293-9000-888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. It, um, I, I don't know. I, I think it probably is smart politics. Just as it was smart politics, you know, I, I remember conservatives, uh, jumping, as a matter of fact, Donald Trump among them, uh, jumping on President Obama for wading into things like, like the Washington Redskins logo. Uh, President uh, Obama, uh, you know, doing all, all the soft media interviews with People Magazine and, and all that stuff, doing the uh, the softball interviews with the sports announcers, uh, like like during the, the Super Bowl and things like that. It really was brilliant politics by President Obama. I mean, he's really, uh, although obviously he's got a he had a much different style than uh, than Trump, which is uh, Obama was smoother, whereas Trump was very belligerent and and causes friction but you know really it was it was obama that started all this right i mean it was obama because that's where the people are right i mean the people aren't as 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 much as those of us who write about politics for a living would like to believe it we're not the ones drawing in all the the eyeballs right i mean we're not the ones uh it's it's really the the soft media where everybody is the entertainment stuff right the um people magazine i mean that's that's where people pay attention to sports that's where the eyeballs are. And most people outside of like election years aren't following politics all that closely. They are following their favorite football team. Which is why the politicians, I think, have made a push into those venues. But I think what we're finding out is it may not be great for business, for football or for ESPN or for Major League Baseball, although MLB is it seems to have mostly avoided a lot of the political stuff. But it's just... You know, I, I think the politicians are pushing into those areas because that's where the eyeballs are. That's where the people are. That's where they can reach people. I think President Obama was a pioneer of that strategy. But I think now we're starting to see some of the ramifications, which is that people resent having politics in those venues. And I know some people are saying, wow, well, politics were always there. Not like this, they weren't. Not this in your face, they weren't. Not to this scope, they weren't. They are now, and, you know, people resent it. People are tired of it. I think people would like to just watch a football game for a little while without having to worry about a lot of these other issues that are coming up. And we're also getting fatigued about it because it's on social media. It's, it's bombarding us all day, every day. It's everywhere. 
You can't read your Facebook stream without this coming up. You can't read your Twitter feed without this coming up. You can't be on Instagram without somebody preaching about you about one flavor of politics or another. It's everywhere. People are tired of it. They're getting fatigued about it. And I say that as somebody who lives, eat, and breathes this stuff. I make my living doing this stuff. But I can tell you, people get tired of it. Right? I mean, my blog is a political blog. People come to it because that's what they want to discuss. But if I had a blog about baseball and then all of a sudden I'm teeing off about police brutality or something, people are probably going to get tired of it. They're probably going to leave it behind. And that's what's going to happen with the NFL. And that's just what's dumb about this whole thing. I mean, really, the the the, the kneelers, the, the take-a-knee people are playing right into President Trump's hands. They are because he's going to use this. He's going to capitalize on it. And it's going to be great for him politically. Because that's that's where he plays. That's his field of play. They're leaving the football field, and they're coming onto the political field, and Donald Trump is going to wipe the field with them, along with the rest of the politicians. He just is. That's just the way it's going to work out. This is not going to end well for the NFL. Natil, what do you think? Am I on the rails, off the rails? I think you disagree with me big time. I, I do disagree with you in, in some respects. I'm... I personally am really frustrated with how uh, Donald Trump has responded in specifically the way that he's used he's utilized language. Yeah. You you don't need to call as the president of the United States, you never need to publicly call anyone an SOB. Yeah. I I don't disagree, but I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to to, to listen to people call the president divisive when kneeling during the national anthem is pretty divisive in its own right. Well, and it is, but, you know, maybe as the president, you should have a little more decorum than your average NFL fan. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, it seems to me we ought to be holding everybody to the same standard. Anyway, that's it for today. Jay Thomas Show coming up next. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again.